0: Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Festivus, and even Boxing Day. We celebrate everything we can with Relentless Positive Radio. Now, our little uh, talk, where we kind of sit around and chat with our coffee, uh, usually opens each hour. But uh, this hour, we have a very special guest. And uh, due to his schedule, we're putting him on first, and then we'll have our little chat at about 118. The special guest is... Is the congressman representing Michigan's 5th District, the one and only Congressman Tim Wahlberg. Congressman, always a pleasure. Sir, welcome.
1: Well, Paul W., there are a lot of people out there who would
0: say, yeah, we're glad it's only one and only. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've, I've, I've learned, unfortunately, that there's not anything you can do, nor, nor should you really do anything to try to get everyone to like you, because then you fail at doing yeah. what's right.
1: Absolutely, and that's that's why scriptures say, uh, "Be be uh, worried when all men speak kindly of you." <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: uh, that's great. <laughs> that's I I somehow missed that in my scripture reading, Congressman. But there you are. I'll, I'll uh, send you the reference. <laughs> okay, here's a, a couple. There's a couple of things. Uh, you are leading a bill to protect uh, the. Uh, automobile choice and you'll explain to me what that is but what came to mind the other day in fact um is the fact that you have endorsed someone for the race in the US Senate I happen to like this guy a lot because I've known him personally for years and years uh he's actually the guy who did the speech when I was gratefully inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame and that was Congressman Mike Rogers
1: yeah Mike's a good guy. He's a trustworthy guy, and as a conservative, I like to support trustworthy conservatives, and that's that what, that's what Mike is. Uh, he uh, he has fought hard in districts that weren't rabidly conservative. In fact, they were they were like most of mine. They were they were a swing district. But he uh, his ability to help people understand why he does things and why it's necessary, and explain them through the process and ultimately win, and that's the important thing in politics. Is In the end, you've got to win to have your day in court, as it were, and Mike is shown he can do that. Uh, I'm delighted he decided to come out of retirement um, because he's a, he's a name and a face in D.C. that was highly respected, highly trusted, and we've missed him since he left.
0: I, I agree with you, not 100%. Boy, I haven't said this in a long while. Not 100%, but 1,000%. Uh, And now, please, mathematicians, don't send me a note saying, well, 100% is plenty, Paul. You don't have to say 1,000%. I'm doing it for emphasis.
1: That's it. That's right. Right. All right.
0: Uh, Meanwhile, so uh, there you are, our Congressman uh, Tim Wahlberg endorsing Mike Rogers in the race for U.S. Senate. There's some good people running, no question. But I'm with you on this. I, I, I think it's great that you're endorsing him. Now, tell me about... The choice in automobile retail sales, the CARS Act, what is this all about?
1: Well, the CARS Act is pushing back on the Biden administration's EPA uh, ill-advised rule change uh, and setting a standard for tailpipe emissions uh, beginning in 2027 um, that will result by 2032 in a mandate, a virtual mandate, because there's no way that this extreme, extreme uh, EPA tailpipe emissions requirement can be made without it being an electric vehicle. It just, there's no way, there's no way that it, that it can't be. And so they're saying EPA is saying by 2032, this mandate will result in two thirds of all vehicles that will be purchased will be EVs. Um, that's, that's unaffordable. That's unattainable. It's unrealistic. And why do I say that? Um, well, right now, Uh, the average uh, EV owner in Michigan is $100,000 household income. Now, that's only 31% of our population in Michigan. Hmm. So when I say it's unaffordable, that's what I mean. It's $13,000 more uh, for non-luxury vehicles. We're talking basic vehicles. Ford lost $60,000 per EV sold last year. Uh, many uh, 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 American uh, consumers will be priced right out of the market. It's unattainable. Our grid can't handle. It. I mean, we've seen during the winter solstice type experience, uh, uh, the solar vortex. We've seen um, uh, brownouts in 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 uh, our state. Um, we do not have the ability, especially when you get out in the rural areas. In my district, uh, if I would go from Monroe, Lake Erie to Lake Michigan, Berrien County, in my district. That's my district now. I could not make it on one charge across the entire district and back to my home partway through it. Uh, it just won't work for people. And then unrealistic, uh, nearly 4,000 American auto dealers just this week sent a letter to the administration, 4,000 of them, saying, please pump the brakes because we're not selling EVs. They're sitting on our, on our uh, uh, dealership lots. People aren't buying them. And then we don't want to give it to China. Um, right now, 78% of all of the resources uh, for our batteries come from China. And they, they produce that and pump out um, uh, pollution into the air, that 8% of which we have to clean up in Michigan alone. So uh, this is not a good thing for us, and that's why I'm pushing back on it.
0: Look, the poster child for all of these things, for cleaner everything, is California, Uh, even though it's it's not, but it is. And the reality is even California, who's been doing nothing but working toward this for years, had to tell people not to charge their vehicles one day or one night because the grid couldn't handle it. And that's with a minuscule number of people having to charge their vehicles. Yeah. So we're, because of the government interference, we are in trouble. And you, your, your statement, Representative Wahlberg, quote, The Biden administration cannot continue to create regulations that limit consumer choice, hamper mobility, make vehicles more expensive for families, and cede America's auto leadership and jobs to China. End of quote. You couldn't have put it any better.
1: It's choice. It's choice, and that's why people have chosen you for years to listen to. Why? They like the product, <laughs> and they're willing to do that in and, and the same way with vehicles. I'm not opposed to EVs. I've, I've driven the Ford F1, F-150 one f Lightning. It's a hot rod. I'd love to have it in my garage just to be able to show off to my friends and neighbors <laughs> in, in a drag race, uh, but it will not do the work that I need for the type of pickup that I need to transport my Harley in the back end and a, and a a camper trailer on the back end of that, it just won't do it. Uh, and so when you, look at, when you look at California right now, as of 2022, the most recent statistics, less than 2% of the people own EVs. In California, 4.6% own hybrids. That makes sense. Hybrid gives you the best of both worlds. But still, 89% of the people in California drive gas-powered vehicles. So um, when when the EPA is doing this, they are pushing forward something that the American public hasn't chosen yet. Give us a chance. Maybe we'll go that way, but don't mandate it.
0: Yeah, that is a problem. So so where are we with the choice in automobile retail sales, the CARS Act? Well,
1: I just left left the floor where I uh, led the debate on my bill. Uh, It was continuing as I left the floor with both Democrats and Republicans speaking for it. Uh, After that, uh, there will come a vote this afternoon around 4.30 or so. And I expect the bill to pass and go to the Senate.
0: Well, here's hoping. I've got my fingers crossed. You stay in touch with us. If you need any help with uh, any more information you need to get out to the masses, you know we're always here for you, sir.
1: Sure do appreciate that. You know
0: what? I I hope that I've never never had a chance to talk with you off air about this. I do not mean to infringe on you as a person, good person that you are. But uh, Congressman Wahlberg... Once a pastor, always a pastor in my book. And if we could use a a thought or a prayer from somebody who doesn't do this for a living, but lives this life as you do, as we head into Hanukkah at a time when anti-Semitism is off the charts and shocking and everything else that's going on around us, just I want to give you this opportunity to, to leave us with one of your thoughts.
1: Well, you know, my prayers to to God are that he would protect his chosen people, and they are the Jews. Uh, Those of us who are Christians and we read Scripture, we understand that he chose the Jewish race as his special chosen people. And because of that, ultimately, the Abrahamic Covenant, we are blessed as Gentiles. And I think it's time to stand together in this time of Hanukkah, when the Passover took place as well, that we support them and we ask our God to spare them and and use this experience to draw us together uh, and defeat evil and Congressman doing
0: come congressman tim Wahlberg, pastor walberg god bless you always my friend you as well we continue on the paul w smith show in focus on wjr